Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to our podcast. Anxiety and bullshit. That was really good. We harmonized very well. Yeah, we did. I like it. I like it. This episode today is going to be different from previous uh, episodes, being that we are going to try our very best today to not discuss politics. At all. At all. It's driving our anxiety up the fucking roof, for one. Yeah. And it's just changing so much every day. Yeah. Every There's something either new or a twist to the story that's already been out, so... And just at the rate that it's coming, I feel like it's just... It's, it's very, very overwhelming. So me hearing it and me feeling like I have to be on top of it and stay on top of it, I feel like it's a good idea for the both of us that we just take... A, a break from a break. politics. I agree. Just I agree. take a break. Completely. It's definitely been taking a toll on me lately, especially with all the shit that's going on. And... The shit that we're not going to talk about. Shit we're not going to talk about, unfortunately. I mean, fortunately. Because today is going to be... Today is going to be very, very different. And I imagine it is going to get hard. Yeah. I imagine if the conversation goes to a place, we'll probably have to pause or take breaks or step backs. And it might not be that long of an episode, but... We'll try our best to get through. And I think it's a good thing to do to just kind of get get us out there with you, whoever may be listening. Yeah. And maybe we'll say something that registers with someone else who's listening. And if it does, or if it doesn't, either way, we'd love to hear your feedback. Absolutely. Um, our email is anxietybs at gmail.com. Yep, or you can contact us on our Twitter at anxietybs as well. So um, it's been an eventful week with the hurricane that luckily missed us this time. It was just wind and yeah, like rain Michael, for a day. Yeah, Michael was, I think we were out of power all of maybe like a half hour. Oh, I don't... And it happened while, well, it happened while me and Alan were at work. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. realize we mm-hmm. lost power, so... Yeah, we we lost power for like half an hour maybe, but that was tops. Um, but no, everything else is pretty fine. But other people were not fortunate as we were again, so. Yeah. So just something to have at the back of your minds if you pray or chant or, you know, whatever whatever floats yeah. whatever floats your boat, if you think about people, keep those uh keep those in your thoughts as well. I hate that whole thoughts and prayers thing, but. Sorry, I'm taking pictures of your cat. He's looking so mean right now. Anyways, but yeah. He looks like diabetes guy. Diabetes. We'll tweet a photo of Sheldon and diabetes guy. But, yeah. I mean, anything happened since we last saw each other? No, I'm really the only thing, uh, well... If you paid attention in last week's episode, um, there were uh, some bouts of me coughing and sneezing, and it's still continuing, uh, because after going to the doctor, I've learned that I have bronchitis. Bronchitis. (laughs) Is that like a diabetes cousin? 
Yeah, or I've also heard it called bronchitis. <laughs> I think it might be a proper term. Uh, that, that might be the proper term. I don't know, but um, my paper said bronchitis. <laughs> so I have the bronchitis. I got a shot in my ass, which I did not expect to hurt, but it did. Oh, it hurt. Surprisingly. Yeah, I got a steroid shot in my ass. I got sent home with an inhaler, which I have not used an inhaler since I was a child. You need to use that shit. That shit does. Oh, ever since ever since I've gotten it, I've been puffing at it. It's oh, been okay. wonderful. I can breathe. It's amazing. But shot in the ass. Got sent home with an antibiotic, a steroid, the inhaler, and some some cough medicine which I learned this while I was there before I actually went to the doctor Mm -hmm. I found some very expired cough syrup in my in in my cabinet (laughs) so I used it and I'm yeah it was expired and it was the uh the cough syrup with the codeine in it you know oh god the purple shit that lean did it work though yeah, so but I should not have done it, and I'm going to tell you why. When I went to the doctor, you know, mm-hmm. got a shot and everything, and at first she wrote, she wrote me a prescription for cough medicine, but then the pharmacist was like, mm, I have to talk with your doctor. I was like, okay. Um, turns out that cough medicine should not be mixed with my dosage of Prozac. Oh, Wow. So I should not have even been taking that medicine to begin with. And so they ended up doing, like, cough medicine, like these pills that I've never had before. They're kind of clear looking. So they gave me the pills instead of the cough syrup because the cough syrup mixed with the Prozac has some type of adverse effect. And well, I'm glad she was keeping an eye out on you. Oh, yeah. I, I, I absolutely love the facility that I go to, but... She was right on top of it when she was like, uh, no, that don't seem right, sweetie. I got to talk to your doctor. Well, that was nice of her. Yeah. I'm glad you got new medicine. Yeah. So that's, that's really, that's really my only update since the last time we spoke is I figured out why I've been coughing and sneezing and all that nice shit. (coughs) The thing with expired medicine, my dad keeps arguing with me and I still haven't looked it up because I don't give a fuck about it. Is that he claims that it's still good, like, it won't taste bad. It's just the dosage kind of wears off. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing wrong when it expires, like... Which I will tell you, that cough syrup tasted like burnt ass. Oh, then it might have gone bad. <laughs> it tasted like a whole charred asshole. It was terrible. Oh, God. And... But hasn't Cece also said before that... Yeah, because I had to look it up. Yeah. Oh, um, because my dad had brought it up again that, like, uh, in North Carolina, at least, they have to just put a year's expiry date from the day they filled the prescription just because of laws. But usually they don't expire for, like, two years, three years maybe. Because my dad got one of his medicines the other day, and the expiry on, like, the pharmacy label said it was 2019 at some some date. And then he took off that label, and he saw the original label on the medicine, and it didn't expire until 2020. Yeah. So, I have no idea how old that cough syrup was I had the other night. Yeah. It was bad. I, I hate taking medicine. Like, I, I, I do, too. And I, my problem is, though, medicine, medicine is good for you people. There's nothing wrong with taking medicine. 
Science is smarter than us, and sometimes we just need to fucking trust it. Don't get me wrong, not all pharmaceuticals are great for you, but some of these common sense ones, like, hey, you have allergies, why don't you take an allergy pill? Hey, you've got a cough, why don't we try to suppress that? I mean, things like that, I feel like I need to work on not taking, you know, so seriously, but I'm... I I hate the taste, unless there are pills, I usually don't take medicine, I hate the taste of liquid meds. I, I cannot do syrups at all. You can't? No. I don't like any flavored medicine at all. Oh, no. I was I was between that cough medicine with the codeine and Robitussin. Just, and mom hates it when I do that, but I'll, I'll just take the Robitussin bottle and just turn it over. And I just can't. Like, ever since I was little. Like, when I was little, I couldn't do pills or liquid. But... Now times have changed. When I was little, I didn't like shots. Now I don't mind shots. I, I, I don't like taking medicine, but I mean, I absolutely know that it's necessary and I need to just not be such a big fucking baby about it. But no, that was my, that was my only update. I'm, I now know what's wrong with me and down with the sickness is. What's a good song? <laughs> oh. I had my first proper dining experience, like a. Four course or five? How many? Courses? Where did y'all go? It's called the fig tree, and it had appetizers, entree, and dessert. Okay, so I wanna, guess it was a proper three course meal. I want to hear everything about all of those. Um, it was like we got there around seven fifteen, I think. That was our reservation time. It was in a house. It was in an old house that they turned into a restaurant, like a. How many? How many people? Like I know it was a group of you, but how many? Oh, uh, it was five of us that went. Okay. Um, started out with drinks. I had a martini. I finally drank after my last incident of drinking at the cabin. <laughs> it was a good martini. I let my friend decide for me because I didn't know what I wanted. So, got a lemon drop martini. Lemon drops are so delicious. It was really good. Surprised at the fact that it was that good. And then we went into. Appetizers, we got a cheese plate. And then uh, I think it was scallops with something else, but it was pretty good. I don't care much for seafood, though. I See, and I do like seafood, but I've never had scallops. That might have been my first time trying them. I don't remember how much food I've had here and there. And then we had the house bread that they give out. That was pretty good, too. I don't know what was on it. I know it had rosemary in it, but something else, too. And it had this garlic paste that went with the bread. And it was, like, straight-up garlic, like, to the point where it was, like, so much garlic that it was bitter. Um, the garlic paste. It was good, but, like, you just needed a little bit. Like, you couldn't spread it like you would spread butter. Because it just tasted so bitter. It was good, but not... Was you it can't. was it like how minced garlic is? No, it was like a paste, legit paste. Oh. So I don't know. It was like a house my third thing. And then we got entrees. My friend got an elk chop. Ooh. Yeah, she didn't care for it. No, nobody uh-huh. cared for it. Like they couldn't figure out. I mean, they couldn't get a taste out of it. I never tried it because that was my aunt. Oh, that's disappointing. And then the steak was good. I think um, there was a New York strip that their mom got. 
And then they got a steak as well. Like two people got steak. They're special. It was good. And I got pasta because it was the vegetarian option. I don't care for red meat much. And also because they don't have chicken. They don't carry chicken. They have no chicken in their restaurant. <laughs> Like really fucking proud of that? They said that they don't have they don't carry chicken. I'm like, all right then. Like, okay, all right. So, but it was like a and then for dessert. I, think I mean, was, I kind of was it was it kind of like a. I know you said it was more like, more like finer, but it was it like mainly like like a steakhouse type base like the menu or no it was like there was seafood and everything in it. It wasn't like a steakhouse. Oh yeah, that's right. You did say scallops. So, uh, and I got a pasta. I, it was good. I forgot what it was. It was like it was our house made pasta. I forgot. I don't care. It was okay. Their mushrooms on there were on point though. Oh, I love I fucking mushrooms. Fucks with mushrooms. And I fucks heavily with mushrooms. Well, we also got a salad or soup option with our entree. I went for a regular salad, which was good. And then a couple of people had the spinach salad. Um, no, three people had the spinach salad, and one person got the butternut squash soup. But it had, like, um, candied pecans, which I didn't care for. Uh, I'm not a big butternut know. squash person. So. And then the dessert, we did. We were pretty full by the t- time we got, got around to dessert. So we just got a latte or espresso shots and a cake. I think it was like a hazelnut. Some sort of. It wasn't a cake. It was like a mousse. It was yeah. It was kind of like a tort. Oh. But it it was like very hard. So it was like it was almost fudgy to the point we were not happy with it. I mean, it tasted good, but the, we were expecting more like a moussey, like a softer yeah. version. But it was too hard. But the freaking biscotti that was with my latte, it was so Ugh. fucking good. I had a hint of orange in it. And some, oh. I think it was like macadamia nuts in there. I still oh, want to, rep- yeah. I want to replicate that recipe so bad. <laughs> Maybe we can look it up. Oh, I looked it up. I found a few recipes, but with oh, pistachios did. in it, it's not like the one they had. But I can uh. just add some orange zest to it. Um, but yeah, we were actually, I never had like a proper yeah French. I guess it's a called French dinner. We were calling it a French dinner. But we were just joking the whole time about how long it was taking them to bring out our food, but they were actually waiting on us to finish all our food, our appetizers and stuff, and then once they got that out, they bring out the next course, so their dad was like, hurry the fuck up, I'm starving. So next time we do that, we're going to just, like, carry some chicken nuggets and stuff in our cars and pockets. (laughs) Well, that's the only way you're going to get chicken in that establishment. (laughs) Is but, carry the fucking nuggets yeah, in your pocket. But, I mean, it was a good experience. Something new, definitely. Um, it was a friend's birthday. Belated happy birthday, Kayla. And, yeah, it was a good experience for sure. Oh, that's awesome. There were some There were some good new stuff. Things that I got excited for and that I fucked heavily with. You could say it was shit I fuck with. And you know what? I'm going to say this, but you may not even have an opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Did you, first off, did you watch, I know we've had this discussion before about you and Disney movies. Did you ever watch Aladdin? I might have. I don't remember. 
We really have to get you liking Disney a whole lot more than what you do. We're not. We're not going to go there because you haven't read the Harry Potter books yet. I know, I know, but this... Anyway, so the uh, sneak peek trailer came out for the live-action Aladdin. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched it yet because I would go watch that one, though. Okay. It looks... Honestly, it looks interesting. I'm very, very, very intrigued by it. Will Smith's in it because Will Smith is playing the new genie. I'm excited... After seeing the sneak peek trailer, but also very timid and scared because I have not watched a whole lot of Robin Williams since he passed. And it's still like to me, the to me, the wound is still very fresh. I understand he's been dead for quite some time, but I can't I'm I'm not over it. I'm sorry. So I don't know if they will do my man right in this remake, and that's the only thing that I'm worried about. Well, hopefully it turns out okay. I'll have to go take a look at the trailer. Alright, so. But, yeah, we have a deal about Disney movies. I've watched more than enough Disney movies. You, you have. I've really got to get... I, I, need to, I need to hold up my end of the deal, but... Yeah, you do. The book is up there, I think. So, Amber and my deal was that for every... Harry Potter book she read, I would read, I mean, I would watch, what, two Disney movies? Something like that. So, yeah, I've watched, what, ten Disney movies by now? Mm-hmm. I mean, you haven't even finished the first book yet. Nope. So. I know. I need to be better. I really need to be better. There's a, there's actually quite a few books up there that I need to um, read. I still need to read There's that. There's, and I guarantee you, and I don't know why I do this to myself, half of those books have bookmarks in them. And they're marked where I left off and then just never picked it back up and finished it. I have a couple of books right where I, I think I think part of me is that I don't want it to end. Yeah. Um, but I've been rereading my Harry Potter books again because it's my happy spot. So it's not so happy now because I'm in the fifth book and people start dying. So. Okay, so people start dying in the fifth book. People start dying in all the books. Okay. So. All right. So, okay, what was what some other shit that I fuck? Oh, I had multiple fucks with. Oh, have you watched Trial and Error? I have not. What is it? Okay, Trial and Error is a show. I think it's on NBC. Um, it's about a lawyer in this really small kind of southern town in South Carolina called East Peck. Okay. And the first season was um, him representing a man in a town who had been accused of killing his wife. And, you know, he proved him innocent. But now this season is a new case. And now it's this um, wealthy woman um, who's, you know, like famous in the town. Mm -hmm. Um, What was her name? Lavinia something something. Anyway. Um but it's just it's super it's just it's it's super funny honestly if you liked if you liked parks and rec but you also want something like a little bit more exaggerated oh i'll have to take that one off yeah you know it's it's super it's it's super it's super good i well me and alan like it we are just now finally catching up on episodes is it on hulu or netflix um, a part of it is on Hulu. Okay. 
for the second season at least. Hopefully it's on Netflix because I'm getting tired of the ads on Hulu. Oh, I still, I still really, well, Hulu and Netflix is mainly what we use. So. Yeah, same. This is not an advertisement, by the way. But, but it could be. Yeah. Contact us at anxietybs at gmail.com for all your business inquiries. We are open. We're always open. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> um, but, so, shits I fucks with, for me, would be, while we are talking about TV shows, Came across this show that's not on air anymore. It's called Community. Freaking Chevy Chase is in it, along with other great actors. And it's just been, like, great so far. I started the fourth season last night. It's just fucking hilarious. How many seasons are there? It's five seasons. Some, like, towards the end. And it's making me sad, so I have to slow down. Ah, I hate when they have... Usually when they have very few seasons like that, that's usually the ones that are really good. Yeah, but it's freaking hilarious. It... I got to the point a few times where I was laughing so hard that I started crying. And I was like, I have not laughed this hard in a long time. Now, are you watching that one on Hulu or not? It's on Hulu. It's on Hulu? Yeah, Yeah, that's a great fucking show. Definitely listen. I mean, give it a try. And after we we recorded last week, we watched a few episodes. You've seen all of Grace and Frankie. I have not seen, I at the time had not seen any. Now we're like, what? Three, yeah, three, three episodes. Yeah, two or ep- two or three episodes deep into it, just starting for me. I do want to pick it back up because it's a, it, oh. it, it is a good show. It is a great. I'm just show. trying to catch up on everything else too. No, that's fine. I mean, it's like, luckily it's something you can watch whenever because it's on Netflix and it's a Netflix original, so you can go back to it. Love it, love it, love it, love oh, it. Yeah. My other most important shits I fucks with. Is oh this yeah. Article that I read came across. That said that the Minneapolis police squad's cars are to carry messages detailing immigrants' rights. Which, yes. All the yeses. All the yeses. And they're going to start carrying the placards that, um, tell, um, that inform people of their rights, whether you're a legal immigrant or not. Right. So it's called Know Your Ice Rights. And a few things that are mentioned on there is um, they just say that you do not have to answer any questions that uh, whether if someone stops and asks you where, where you were born, what your, immigration, what your immigration status is, whether you are a U.S. citizen, and you can choose to say nothing, and you can choose to not speak to immigration officials, but do not give any false information at all. Because any information that you offer at the jail may be shared with immigration officials. But this was on NBC News, and I was so glad to come across it because it's one of the things that just made my day. You know, yeah. I don't know, after a lot of shitty days, I was like, oh, wow. Well, heads, uh, uh, hats off to you, Minneapolis. Small things that give, you know, faith back in humanity. Definitely. We yeah. like that shit. And it was the mayor that came up. Upon, came up came up with the saw um, idea, so that was fucking I great. I fucks with that. Heavily fucks with that. But, we yeah. fucks with it. And it's in English and Spanish, so which is another great thing. But, yeah. So, those were my two things I fucks with. Wonderful. Okay. 
now to the harder part of yeah. today's podcast. Um, we are going to try in the best way possible to, that won't get either of us upset or crying or anything like that. We are going to try and get into our first experiences with anxiety. Um, mainly, I think I'm going to cover my first honest-to-God panic attack. Because I just feel like that was just the... Ever since that day is just how long up until now is just how, just how long this battle's been going for me, it seems like. I mean, I have some... I have some, like, post-childhood stuff. Yeah. Or pre-childhood stuff, excuse me. But the day after that particular panic attack, it's just when it all came full circle for me. So, I'm probably going to share. I will be, well, I will be sharing that. Well, do your best. We can stop anytime you want. All right, cool. Uh-huh. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I, I can go first. Alright, let's go. Okay. <coughs> well, uh, I mentioned it was either in last week's episode or the episode before yeah. that. I can't remember. Um, but I mentioned my therapist um giving me the homework assignment, which I still have not done. Um per- procrastinator. I am a procrastinator. Um I was given the homework assignment to write a letter to my dead grandmother. Which my grandmother has been dead since 2010. Okay. I'm still not over it. I'm still somewhere in the grieving process. I couldn't exactly tell you where. Um, Do you ever get over the loss of someone you dear, loved dearly? Yeah. Um, even talking about it now is just really hard. And it's been almost eight fucking years. Like, to, to me, it's just still you unbelievable. You want to talk about something else? No, no, no. I, I mean, I still want to, you know, I still want to carry on. All right. Um, but she passed away. I'll, well, I'll, I'll just go ahead and give a little bit about, bit about my, my background with my, with, I'm going to call her, refer to her as my nanny, because that's what I called her, nanny. Mm-hmm. Um, nanny, Adopted my mom. Okay. I did not know that. Well, Nanny is technically my great aunt. She is my mom's uh, mother's sister. Okay. So, she took my mom in. uh, My mom's birth mother. She's um, had a reputation for being uh, a bit, I want to say, like, promiscuous and maybe into drugs. Um. And she had two other children, um, but just taking care of my mom when she had her just wasn't, yeah. wasn't you know, a thing. And she, my mom was basically bounced around households growing up. Um, she did settle with her grandmother. And then when her grandmother died, she went to live with my nanny. Okay. Um, so, and I've been, <laughs> I've been fucking with nanny since I was born. Yeah. Like, my nanny has always been just my person. Mm-hmm. Um, when my parents, growing up, my parents worked at a place called uh, Western Publishing. Um, they would work their night shift, and I would be with my nanny. Yeah. And, like, I remember 
them taking me over there to drop me off, and they're going in a night shift. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm supposed to be sleeping, and my my nanny's giving me coffee. That way she could play with me. <laughs> oh, wow. She wanted to keep my ass awake. She oh, did no. not want me to go to sleep when I got to her house. Like, I, I you know, I, 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 I make jokes about my, you know, father-in-law yeah. and his relationship with my son about how, you know, my son basically has him wrapped. Well, I was just that way with my nanny. Okay. Like, I, that woman was my best friend. My absolute best friend. Um, we always have that one grandparent that we're oh, so yeah. close with. And see, and this is, this is the other thing. My mom never knew her dad. Mm-hmm. Both of my dad's parents died when I was really young. Okay. Like, I don't remember much about my dad's parents. I know that there's photos of us together. But if when I, like, lock down, like, when I go in my memory, yeah. the only thing that I remember about them both perfectly, I remember both of their funerals perfectly. Okay. So, really, my nanny, in terms of grandparents to me, she was she was basically, like, all I, I had. Um, and then, you know, as she got older and closer towards the end of her life, she, she had problems with diabetes, um, she she was an overweight woman. Um, she was type two diabetic. She was um, on insulin. She was having dialysis done uh, weekly. Um, she was in and out of the hospital a lot towards the end of her life, and towards the end, she developed this bed sore. Oh yeah. Well, um, I guess you'd call it bed sore. It was it was a sore yeah. that she developed on her foot. Yeah, it's common, like because they don't move so much that it's just. Yeah, the, and there's no circulation, yeah. and yeah. So she 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 got a sore on her foot, mm-hmm. and part of her foot had to be amputated. Oh, wow. Yeah. Holy shit. And I remember her briefly staying in, like, this nursing home-type facility, yeah. and she seemed like she was getting better. Mm-hmm. But for whatever she did, she, did, she just didn't want to be in that nursing home. I don't blame her. That's just, she... She was getting the best care, and I think she was doing better, but for her, this isn't my home. Right, yeah. And she just wanted to be home so bad. And she did. She went home, and she was home for, you know, a few weeks, maybe even a couple months, and it just seemed like it wasn't that long. And she, we just got a phone call one night from from her son that he was gone. And... Yeah, that she, she was she was just gone, and it. I felt like I should have seen it coming a little bit. Yeah, but nothing prepares you for that. Oh no, no, it sure doesn't. Nothing Speak pre- from experience. Yeah, nothing prepares you for for you just lost a person that you love so much. Yeah. Like just nothing prepares you for nope. it. Sure doesn't. And it was to me. And still is my worst nightmare come to life. And my very, very first panic attack, which honestly, from the time that she died up until her funeral, I was just on edge, you know, just crying nonstop. Yeah. Nerves fucking everywhere. I remember making myself a plate of food, and it was on, because, I mean, around here, 
when so, when someone close to you dies, people oh. like to give you food. Lots of food. <laughs> Dessert, food, they, they give you food. They give you comfort food. They give you fried chicken. They give you mashed potatoes. I mean, just mm. gravy just by itself in buckets. <laughs> Yeah. Like people, people give you comfort food when you die around when you die, and I had me a big old plate of food, and I remember it being in like a paper plate, and it like somehow flopped out of my oh, hand, and that just and it landed like face down, and I was just my nerves at that point were already on edge, and I was like, great, I've lost my nanny, now I've dropped oh. this plate of fucking food, yeah. And I went ballistic, just crying, screaming, my mom not knowing what the fuck to do, me Mm -hmm. not knowing what the fuck to do. Because, I mean, nothing, you know, at at that point, you couldn't tell me shit. My world was over. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So, going to her funeral, you know, we walk in, sit down, they do the whole fucking ceremony. Um, and then it's time to go bury her. And so, you know, they stand up the family first. They walk them to the back of the funeral home. You look in the casket at your loved one for the last time. Yeah. And before they load you up into the hearse and you go to the gravesite and then you officially put them in the ground and you never see them again. At, when we were walking out of the funeral home, and, you know, they had her casket held open. Mm-hmm. And I just saw her there laying there. And all I could do was cry and just hold her hand and give her kisses and, you know, tell her I love her. And I got in the car after that. And it was, uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting upset. No, it's <laughs> I'm having flashbacks right now. I'm um, just yeah, like, I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. So I remember getting in the car after, you know, saying my goodbyes to her, and we were driving on the way to the funeral home, and I just, I couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. I couldn't breathe, and my chest was feeling tight, and it just felt like I was, I almost felt like I was being squeezed to death. Yeah. Like, it just, I just felt all this pressure and just... That's just that 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 to me that is exactly what a panic attack feels like, and most of my anxiety and panic attacks are death related. Yeah, it it it's mainly triggered by death, and it's been that way, and my nanny was the first bout with it. Mm-hmm. Now I I mean I I've had other shit that's led to my anxiety. That happened before Nanny, but that's a different episode for a different day. Right. Um, but that was, yeah, that was my first panic attack. Um, and I remember, you know, my dad and my mom trying to calm me down. My mom mm-hmm. trying to tell me, Amber, you've got to breathe. Amber, just please right. breathe. Amber, slow down, you know. Because you know, you start that like yeah, you just, that really quick breathing it just that cycles hyper, into yeah. yeah that hyperventilating and that you can't it's so hard to come out of it feels it, like it really is it's uh, it is it is the most exhausting thing physically on top of you know emotionally and mentally yeah. like it's oh. just it is a completely draining experience having anxiety and panic attacks it's like a Demetrius kiss 
Yeah. Sucks the energy out of you. Yeah. And then you need chocolate. I need lots of chocolate. I just... I need sleep. Well, that too. <laughs> but, I mean, immediately chocolate which I mean, will but, help. Yeah, which I mean, that, that that that's not a good thing either. Sleeping too much is not a good no. thing. But that's that's honestly how I feel after a panic attack. I'm like, fuck, I need to sleep. I need to lay down. Because it just feels like, because it, it, it's a whole body thing. Like, mm-hmm. your entire body tenses up and just all those muscles don't know what the fuck to react to. And I've learned this in therapy. Whenever it comes to, you know, because my panic attacks are, like, danger triggered. Yeah. If they're, if I'm ever, like, in a position of, you know, flight or fight mode, mm-hmm. I'm definitely a flight person. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm pretty tired because I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm dying. Or, fuck, I'm in a position where I'm about to die. Yeah. Like, that's, that is that is where my anxiety is at constantly. I can vouch for that because she always, before she goes to the doctor, has any minor procedure, she texts us. She's like, I'm going to die. I love y'all. Yeah. That's her last message to us before she comes out. So. Make sure you hide X, Y, and Z. That way no one finds it when I'm dead. Thanks. Talk yep. to you guys later. <laughs> All of us know. All of us have a role. Yeah. In each of that. So. But yeah. No. But that was, yeah. that was that was that was that was my first um, that was my first episode um, with anxiety that I you know can remember having. That was my first panic attack. Um, it's just been a downhill process ever since, girlfriend. We'll make it uphill one day. We will make it uphill one day. We're getting there by talking about it. Yeah, we are. It's, you know. We're going to therapy and medicating. Yeah. So. But we'll get through it. But that was my experience. I'm so proud of you for letting it out. Oh, thank you. I haven't heard the story before. Yeah, no. Nanny was, yeah, Nanny was a great fucking gal. I believe that. You know, I miss her every day. And like I said, it's. It's still something I'm dealing with. I yeah. still have not gotten over, you know, my my grievance of her. She was just she was just cool as fucking lady. Yeah. But so I guess I'll start with mine. Mine's Take. not as. Mine started around 2010 too. I think it was yeah. October ish when I got in my first ever car. Well, in a car accident that was my fault. <laughs> I was on my way home from Charlotte. Um, I somehow did not see the guy in my blind spot on my passenger side, and I hit him, and he went into the ditch. Luckily, no one got hurt, and our cars were just bumped up, and I just felt like crap. And I get home and everything, and my parents are like, it's okay, no one got hurt. You know, everything will be okay, and it's just nothing. It's just a thing. Like, no one, nothing was totaled or anything. It was just a little slight damage to it. And actually, I remember I was excited to get my new phone that day. I wasn't speeding or anything. It was just like, I was like, oh, I want to go home. Because, you yeah. know, back in the day, like we, yeah. I think that was my first ever touchscreen phone back in 2010. Because I was using a razor for the longest time. I remember that razor. The red one. Yeah. I miss it. I gave it to a friend and I never got it back, but it's okay. Um, but, yeah, so everything happened and my brother actually ended up meeting me halfway from that point to make sure I got home okay because... He figured that I was not going to be okay. Because I'd never been in one that wasn't that was my fault. Like, I'd gotten hit, like, less than 
like a, after a little over a month of getting my car first car mm-hmm. ever like it was a used car but it was still my first car someone hit me they ran a red light and hit me while I was turning but that wasn't my fault and that didn't do anything because I was still at home and I was still living with my parents and like everything was okay and then in October this when it happened and uh, yeah and then I was like okay this is fine this is fine and then I go back to Charlotte for school and everything's fine for a couple of days and then all of a sudden I'm like I can't breathe I can't do this this is all my fault I messed up my car and now like like I don't know what the fuck happened like I never cried before moving out or anything. And it was all of a sudden that I just started missing everybody. Like, all my friends, you guys. Yeah. And my parents and my brother. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And they're like, just stay in there. Keep your head up. Do your best. And, like, every almost every time I ended up, like, going, coming back from um, school classes, I'd sit down and I'd just start up again. Like, a constant... Um, anxiety and like my brain would not stop thinking like what a failure I am and whatnot even though my grades were good at that point I don't know it was just like so bad it was like my own person attacking me yeah and like it just created and something else and it just led to one one thing to another and like it just kept getting worse I never got better my brother did tell me to go see a therapist but I was like eh, I don't need a therapist I was like there's nothing I'm wrong gonna, with me. I'm going to tell you what. We all need therapists. Oh, I do, oh, I believe that now, but my little how old was I? 20-year-old self was a dumbass back then. Yeah, no. I so. can tell you firmly at 28 years old, everyone needs a fucking therapist. Yeah. I do believe that. Get Whether a there's something there's something wrong with you or not, get a fucking therapist. Whether you think something is wrong with you or not, yeah. get a fucking therapist. Agree. Get a fucking therapist. So, yeah, I was like, eh, I don't need it. And then, but he didn't know what it was like because he was the first one to go to college once mm-hmm. we moved here and, like, being away and stuff. And he was like, just go see a therapist. I'm like, no. I kept putting it off for, like, two or three semesters. So it just kept getting worse. And then, um, I mean, my grades were affected by it, of course, because I was, like, I would freeze right before. I had, like, exam anxiety as well mm-hmm. I've never anxiety. yeah I never had any problems with school up until I moved I had that in college yeah I never had that like not once like I was on point up until the semester after this accident happened and then just like one thing led to another like everything else like meeting new people and stuff and then my mom broke her ankle the very next semester so I was going back and forth a lot probably almost every weekend to make sure there was food at home, like, cooked them food. Yeah. Take, took care of mom, whatnot, so. And in the semester after that, my dad had a heart attack. And then the semester after that, I think my dad, my brother got into his bike accident. Mm-hmm. So his, like, right side was all, like, immobile for the most part. But, yeah, it was, like, one thing or another. And then I did go see a therapist once or twice, and I didn't care for them because they sucked. Like, on-campus therapist, like, it's a hit or miss. And then I graduated and whatnot. I did get on medication. I think it was on, like, it was on some shit. I don't remember. And it kind of helped a bit. And then, yeah, graduated college, took a year and a half off, went back to grad school, started over again. Went to see a therapist, found a good one, saw her for a year, was on meds, and that's about it. So, I'm not going to talk about that thing yet. 
Oh no, I. Yeah. I, I mean, I can, but it's just like no, I don't. The one is enough for today. N- that you, everything at your own pace. Oh, I'm fine. I mean, I can talk about it. But just, like, just like, just yeah. like my my other thing was that that's a. That's a whole different monster to yeah. tackle. Which, which, I mean, technically speaking, me and you both, in terms of our, you know, mental health and our, our anxiety, me and you both have a lot of layers. Yeah, we do. Because me and you have both been through some shit. Yeah, we have. Like, yeah. I mean, so, there's... Yeah, there's yeah. some stuff I'm not ready to talk... I mean... There's stuff I'm not ready to talk about. So, yeah, we're just going to keep that... Or just talk amongst ourselves and not post it. Right. Because we don't want the world to know. Right. But, yeah, but... Like, and, 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 and I mean, that's not to say that one day we won't post, mm-hmm. but, you know, everything's got, everything's got to be on our terms. Right. And I think that's another thing about this podcast that is so fucking awesome for us because of the fact that we have both had a lot of shitty things happen to us. Yeah. Expected and unexpected. Expected and unexpected. It is nice that this is our thing, one that we share as best fucking friends. Yeah. And we completely control it. Yeah, we do. And that is having something that we control is very, I have, I just, I I feel like that's nice for us. Yeah. And And I fucking love you and I wouldn't want to do it with anybody else. Uh, me either. It's very hard. Very few people I get along with as well as I do with you guys. I mean, I can name a few, but it's very few people. I fuck heavily with you. I do, too. You do that because you love my cooking. I do, no, I, I, I do love your cooking, yes. I'm so. a very food-motivated person, but that's, yeah. that, that's, that's not the only reason. And the coffee. Don't forget the coffee. Oh, and the coffee. But, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, and then I started seeing a therapist again when I moved to, uh, to my new job last year. And my therapist was like, you should not be experiencing any panic attacks or anything because I was already on medication. Yeah. On Wellbutrin, and I was taking Xanax, like, when, when needed. And she was like, you need to go to the doctor and get another prescription for something else. So I've been doing okay since then. I'm like, relaxed for the most part. I do have my panic attacks one one here and there, but you guys usually talk me through them. So, so, um, but yeah, um, definitely talk to your friends. Don't hide it. There's nothing wrong with you. It's just something we experience through our lives. And like, I don't know if everyone has panic attacks at some point in their life, but if you don't, you're a lucky motherfucking person. Yeah. But I mean, if you do, if you don't, but make sure to give someone, if someone needs to talk to you about their panic attacks, keep your ears open. And definitely help them out. If you can't, just talk to people that you might you think you might know that knows how to deal with people that have anxiety and talk them through it. Usually a good distraction works. Take them out to a movie. Like, just go hang out with them if needed. There is life beyond anxiety. Definitely. And the... You, you, you just have to be very, very willing and open to live that possibility um and you know in admitting to yourself that you know you need someone to talk to and taking that opportunity to go to fucking therapy even though sometimes I, i therapy is not my favorite thing in the world to do but i know it's helping yeah it definitely helps like even if you think it's not helping i've been with two with three therapists and i've loved every single one of them 
and like they've been great they've understood me but it's like I can totally understand if you can't get like find the right therapist it takes a few times I've known somebody that took like six or seven tries to find like she went through like six or seven therapists to find the one that was like perfect for her so now she's been going on a regular basis so it's like a hit or miss but definitely keep trying and don't give up and definitely uh, speak out to your friends and keep them on hand if you're having a panic attack and if you don't want to talk to your friends talk to us yeah email us or messages on twitter anxietybs at gmail.com and at anxietybs on twitter yep but we'll definitely get back to you as soon as we can but i think that's it for this week i think that is it for this week pretty good we didn't and we didn't talk about politics no not at all i'm so proud of us Next week, we'll probably talk about politics. Probably not. We're going to talk about cults <laughs> next week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very, 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 very special episode planned where we are going to do we're nothing not. but argue. Yeah, we're going to argue. We're going to have an ar- episode once in a while that we argue because we have some things we definitely disagree on. Did you listen to the new My Favorite Murder this week? I don't know. I was in the car for a while. I don't know which episodes I've listened to yet. Um, it's where they performed a live D-Pack. No, I have not. No. Okay. But that's today's. It came out, yes, two days ago. So yeah. I, no, I haven't listened to it. Okay, well, I have, um, uh, shout-outs to the My Favorite Murder podcast. Um, I had to listen to the episode where they were kind of near our neck of the woods. Yeah, and we totally missed out on it. And we totally fucking missed out on it. Because freaking Florence. It's, it's... And we didn't plan it right no, we didn't. But that episode's actually really, really pretty good. I'll have to take a listen. You're going to have to. It's really good. But, yeah, thanks for listening, and we hope and you have, have a, a great, great fucking day. day.